What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey everyone, Robbie Jeffries here with Fancy Authority bringing you the quick recap of all the injuries as we head into week one. Make sure you tune in this Sunday morning from 1130 to 1230 Eastern. We're going to be answering all your last-minute sit-or-start questions before the first Sunday of football kicks off. So let's dive into the fantasy-relevant injuries for week one. Starting off is the Bears at the Lions, and great news with David Montgomery. We thought he was going to be out for the year, and then it was just four weeks, and now he's practiced in full on Thursday and Friday. I have him as a low-end RB2 and a high-end flex in that, in that range. Volume should be there. I do not think he's going to have a high-end running back two game, though, still coming off that groin injury. Khalil Mack was also limited in the past few practices with a knee issue, and defensive end Robert Quinn is doubtful with an ankle injury. So that vaunted Chicago Bears defense is showing a little bit of cracks and might make them more vulnerable for this Lions offense. Speaking of that Lions offense, they're going to be limited themselves. Kenny Galladay is doubtful after missing the past two practices with a hamstring injury. I expect him to miss week one, and I have moved Marvin Jones into wide receiver two territory. I have him at wide receiver 22 for this week. Danny Amendola has also been dealing with hamstring issues. He is questionable for the game. I'm sitting him in most cases, even if Galladay is out, which makes him a little bit more appealing, but he is outside of my top 40 wide receivers. Good news is DeAndre Swift is off the injury report, but he's missed quite a bit of time in practice. And I think he's going to see a limited workload uh, in his first game as a rookie. I much prefer carry on Johnson. I'm sitting both Adrian Peterson and DeAndre Swift for week one. Moving over to the Seattle Seahawks, taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Left tackle Dwayne Brown for the Seahawks has missed practice on Thursday, and he was limited on Friday. Pete Carroll says he's good to go, but just kind of monitor that situation. That is Russell Wilson's blindside tackle. And then Philip Dorsett. He's questionable with a foot injury. He did not practice on Friday, so he's likely out, but you weren't started in many ways. Just uh, deeper leagues note that. Moving on to the New York Jets and Buffalo Bills, Denzel Mims and LaMichael Pirine are both out. For the wide receivers, I'm starting Jamison Crowder as a high-end flex. It's a tough matchup against the Bills, but I think he's going to get peppered with targets. And then Rashad Perryman is a sit for me just because I think he'll be facing a lot of Tredavious White in that matchup against Buffalo. Miami Dolphins then are going to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. 
Preston Williams is a go for Sunday, although he says he isn't quite back to 100%. I expect a lot of garbage time points for the Dolphins, kind of like what we saw with the Texans on Thursday. So he's a risky flex option. I have him at wide receiver 44, but if you needed to throw him in there uh, at your flex, if you have other issues, maybe you're missing both Evans and Galladay, um, that's that's a guy I would like to throw in there. But I would start players like Deshaun Jackson, Darius Slayton, and Anthony Miller over him. On the other side of the football, Julian Edelman and Nikhil Harry are both goes after some limited work in practice earlier this week. Teammate Gunnar Olszewski will be out. Next, we have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Washington football team, which is just still weird to say. Miles Sanders is shaping up to be truly questionable with a prolonged hamstring injury. He's been a limited participant all week in practice. I'm as a low-end running back one, high-end running back two. But he does have a good matchup, so if he is good to go, I am starting him in all my leagues. I expect Boston Scott and Corey Clement and Corey Clement to work in a little bit more than usual. And if Sanders is out, Scott is a low-end running back two. I would start him if Miles Sanders misses. Jalen Rager is an absolute machine despite a slight tear to his shoulder labrum. On August 30th, he's been a full participant in practice, and he will go for week one. I, however, will be sitting him. I'll start Deshaun Jackson, but nobody else from that wide receiver room. Rager's a rookie, missed a lot of practice time, cannot put him in my starting lineups week one. Cleveland Browns will be heading to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Jarvis Landry is not on the injury report, but he says he's still dealing with the recovery from hip surgery that he had this offseason. So I've lowered him a little bit in my rankings. He's a high-end flex. I would much prefer OBJ in this matchup, but it's tough for the Browns going up against this Baltimore defense. If you have other options, I would look elsewhere than starting Jarvis Landry. There are no relevant injuries to report for the Colts-Jaguars game, the Raiders-Panthers game, or the Packers-Vikings game. So we'll move right into the late afternoon games. That'll be the Chargers taking on the Bengals. Mike Williams has been a limited participant all week with a, with a shoulder injury. I'm not starting him, if, even if he is active. He's just not on my radar. I have him outside of my top 50 wide receivers right now. The Chargers also have a lot of injuries on their offensive line. Mike Pouncey is out. Left guard Trey Turner, who they traded for this offseason, did not practice on Friday. And then left tackle Brian Bulaga, who they also picked up as a free agent this offseason, is questionable with a hamstring. Tyrod Taylor could be absolutely running for his life. But on the flip side, Geno Atkins is also out for Cincinnati. So this could just be a sloppy game. I do have Tyrod in a couple of DraftKings lineups. I just think he has a good floor. And on the defensive side, Obviously, Atkins is out, but also two of their top three corners for Cincinnati, Trey Waynes and Mackenzie Alexander, will be out for this game. So I think there is an opportunity for Tyrod. Uh, he has a safe floor with his rushing ability. Tampa Bay will take on the Saints in what should be a pretty good high-scoring game. Mike Evans will most likely miss out. He is doubtful with a hamstring injury. Godwin, Chris Godwin, you were already starting. Gronk probably gets a slight bump from this. I've moved him into my top 10 for tight ends on this week. I'm not starting Scotty Miller or O.J. Howard this week. The Cardinals will take on the 49ers. Debo Samuel is obviously out. Brandon Ayuk is questionable with hamstring injury, but he was able to get in limited work on Thursday and Friday. Kendrick Bourne is probably the only wide receiver for the 49ers that I'm willing to start. He himself is a low floor flex option, but if you are desperate and you need somebody at the flex, I wouldn't hate starting Kendrick Bourne. Sunday night, we have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Both Amari Cooper and Darrell Henderson are off the injury report for their respective teams. Cooper is a high-end wide receiver, too, 
He's likely going to face Jalen Ramsey for a majority of the snaps, but I will be starting him. And then Daryl Henderson is an absolute sit for me. He's just missed too much of camp. But I'm also sitting Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers if I can. If I am forced to start one, give me Malcolm Brown, who has Sean McVay's trust and is the better end for at least week one. I do think Cam Akers will mix in more as the season progresses. Moving to the Monday night games, not a ton of injuries here. The biggest name to monitor is Cortland Sutton. The Broncos will take on the Tennessee Titans. and He sprained his AC joint in Thursday's practice and sat out Friday. This is an injury late in the week for me, so I am moving him out of all my lineups. This bumps up Jerry Judy. This bumps up Noah Fant. And in the deepest of leagues, I think Tim Patrick is worth a, a pickup maybe um, just for a, a week or two here. But I'm not starting him. On their other side of the football, they've lost Von Miller for the entire season. At the other end, Bradley Chubb is on a pitch count. So this Broncos defense is outside of the top 12 for me. I am not starting them if I don't have to. And that's it. That is all of the injuries for week one. Make sure you tune in tomorrow, 1130 to 1230. TFA will be on Periscope and YouTube. Thank you all of your last minute questions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.